0: up nerds welcome to the beginner filmmaker podcast where we talk about filmmaking and content creation. This podcast is for beginners. I'm Ben
1: and I'm Sam
0: and in this episode we're gonna be talking about filmmaker I barely know her. basically it's just an introduction episode
1: So <laughs> oh.
0: let me let me pull up my notes here real quick um do, do you want to go first you want me to go first
1: um I can I'll go yeah. ahead go first you go first? All right, so I am a photographer and cinematographer. I've been shooting stills since I was about eight years old. Um, I remember me and my family took a trip up to Yellowstone, and they had this little, it was a Canon Elf camera. I still remember what it was. What the heck is that? An, a Canon Elf?
0: Is that like a, a point-and-shoot? Yeah, it's a, it's oh, okay. a point-and-shoot. Oh, okay.
1: And um, we went around Yellowstone, and I just took this thing everywhere and was taking stills wherever we went. And we also went to a bird show later on, and my dad got this Nikon with a telephoto lens, and I thought I was such an amazing photographer because I was getting all these... <laughs> Nikon sucks. ...birds in flight. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um, and so from there, I just kept shooting because I thought, "Hey, I'm good at this, and it's really easy." <laughs> I don't think
0: I've actually asked you like how you started. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's, so that, that's rad. That's how I started, and I did like the reflections contest in high school. That's and, right, and I and I placed in that, and I was like, oh. except I knew the photography one was really competitive. Yeah, so I would. And there was only like one or two video entries every year, so that's right. You yeah. can tell like I'm very competitive, but like not that competitive. Where <laughs> I just like, want to win.
0: <laughs> if I know I'm going to win, then I'll then I'll, then I'll do enter. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So I kind of started from there, and then um, I had a teacher in high school who told me that I should think more seriously about doing photography, and that's when I started and. Right now I'm going to BYU. I'm in my last year in the photography program there, and I am just recently been making the switch over into video. Um, I do a lot of things with Ben, and um, I think that what I probably will end up doing full-time is cinematography by the end. Awesome.
0: If you want to see Sam's work, like any type of photo or video, um, his Instagram is one thing, one way to see his photo work. And it's fantastic. Like his Photoshop skills are out of this world. Like amazing. Uh, And his portrait work is like so good. I
1: I don't know. (laughs) um, You can also check me out on my website at SamuelJHart.com.
0: We'll leave all those links down in the show notes. So you can click on those if you want to
1: um so what about you ben
0: oh my story is wild like i started around the same time as you like high school right
1: mm-hmm.
0: or, or did you you started shooting before that or
1: well I, I mean like i don't know if i got serious into it before yeah. i got you know, i really started getting serious when i got into high school that's right
0: so i i started about about high school um my sophomore year I got a iPhone 5S and that was like the coolest thing ever. Cause it could shoot slow motion and I thought it was mm. so sick. And I was like, slow motion is dope. And I remember going like everywhere with all my friends and we'd make these dumb slow motion videos. And I think even before that I was making like stupid skits with my cousins and like <laughs> other things like that. And
1: did you have like a Clifford video, like a horror Clifford? That video? was later. Oh, that was after okay, high okay. school before,
0: um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like talking like junior high, like oh, this is like, this okay. is like seventh, eighth grade making yeah. dumb videos with my cousins, just about like random crap. <laughs> and then, but like high school is where it like really started to like become like something i really enjoyed. And like, cause we, we made this for a foreign film festival. We made a, a little Spanish film, which was a ripoff of the office and we shot it on my five S And like, it was super fun to put that together. I I had no idea how to use iMovie and was just kind of like bullcrapping everything. We ended up winning our Spanish section for that festival, which was sick. And then like the next year, my senior year, I, or no, 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 our junior year, I made it more intricate. We like had audio and we had everything and it was still crap. Like probably the worst (laughs) video I've ever made. (laughs) <laughs> um, but then that summer I filmed my friend's sister's wedding and I borrowed a 5D Mark III from my neighbor and shot on that, made a makeshift stabilizer and went and filmed this wedding. And I look back on I'm like, this is trash. Like the focus is terrible. The Everything was just bad. I mean, the 5D Mark, I think it was actually a 5D Mark II. I don't think it was a three. Mm. But then my senior year I did... I did like some video production classes, and that's where it really started to become like, maybe I kind of know what I'm doing, I don't know. Like it started to become more of a, a reality of like how video production works. Um, and then after I graduated high school, um, cause like in, in that senior year I did a couple of festivals and I was like, I think this is what I want to do. And that summer I started going to Brigham Young University um, and I was an intro to film major and I took the pre-film course and I'll, I'll get into this later. Cause I really want to talk about like, um, I want to do a whole episode on film school. Um, but I, I took, I took this intro film class and I did terrible in the class. Like I botched it, but I was still doing like stuff on the side following year. I started working for Alan's camera. Um and worked with them for a while. And that's really where I started to like learn more about cameras and learn more about like accessories and lighting and other things. And um, and then it's recently been like in the past year and a half that I think really things have started to take off. Probably two years. Things have really started to take off. Like um I started doing more more uh corporate work, I started doing more weddings, I started doing music videos and other things like that. But yeah no that's that's a quick gist. I don't that that took a long time, but that <laughs> that's like a quick quick kind of like uh spit off of of how I started but yeah mm. um so Sam, people listening to this podcast what what can they expect
1: <laughs> well i think I think that generally we'll just be talking about our experiences and where that's led us is our journey through photography, through film, through basic content creation. And we'll also be talking about what are the different aspects of filmmaking and uh, equipment, anything to do with filmmaking we'll probably cover at some point. There's no limit on what we will be doing.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's right on the nose. But like, I, I, I was talking to Sam earlier and we were talking about how, I mean, I told him I, I didn't want this to just be for filmmakers. And that's why we talk about like, it's for filmmakers and content creators. Um, Cause I, I want to let people who are into photography or into like animation or things like that, audio creation, things like that to also have a place to learn from and a place to, to listen to conversations about that kind of stuff. Um, even though this is geared more towards beginner filmmakers, videographers, um, and that type of era, but area, but, um, we'll definitely touch on other areas of photography from Sam's experience, as well as, um, audio kind of from, uh, my music creation year that I had. (laughs) So. So yeah, no, I feel like anybody who is interested in any type of video, photo, or audio creation can listen to this podcast. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, I, I like that a lot. But um, why, <laughs> I kind of want to just go over why this became a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So Sam and I have been doing video for, well, a lot for the past year and a half-ish mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, but even before that, we touched on it a lot as well. I started my YouTube channel back in October of 2020. Um, I've been doing video for like, I'm coming up on like seven years, something like that. Um, and Sam, like same with photo. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I, I started my YouTube channel and it didn't like it didn't take off. It was just kind of like something I liked doing. But I hit 100 subscribers a while ago. And isn't that, yeah. Yeah. That's no, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Screw off. The big 100.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter till I hit a million. <laughs> Screw every other number. Million is the only one that matters. JK it's actually 69. <laughs> I was pumped when I hit 69 subscribers. <laughs> that was a good day. I was day. number 70. I barely missed it you were either six or nine (laughs) but um so yeah after I hit 100 subscribers I was like I really want to do a podcast I want to have another platform to kind of talk about things because I felt like my YouTube videos weren't long enough to explain things or like long enough to feel comfortable to talk about a subject um and that's when I bugged Sam and said hey want to want to embarrass ourselves on a podcast and I was
1: like heck yeah (laughs) and so I love embarrassing myself yeah constantly
0: yeah I I hope this podcast isn't embarrassing (laughs) I hope we can actually have a really good time um and that people can actually learn I know we have one fan like one person that's already super stoked to listen to this podcast I'm hoping from the 100 subscribers that I 135 subscribers that I have that We'll get a little bit more, but
1: uh, shout out to Stoner Cat uh, four two zero.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna subscription. say subscription. I thought you were gonna say Stoner Girl, and I was like, I was like, oh dude, shout out Nate Terrio, bro.
1: <laughs> Nate, I hope you're listening to this. I hope means he we too, want actually. you as a
0: subscriber. Dude, he should. We should bring him on. Uh, yeah, we actually <laughs> should. Um. Uh, we, we kind of already went over this. I kind of had the, when did you start? How did you start? We kind of like, um, I don't know, Sam, I kind of want to hear how, how you wanted to start transitioning into video, like how you made the the switch from photo into video. Cause I've been doing photo my whole time, sorry, Mm -hmm. uh, video my whole time. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I touched photo here and there. I still shoot on film cameras, as you can see in the background. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, which this is available on YouTube, if you want, if you're like, I, I really want to see these, these people's cute faces, it is available on YouTube. You can go on my YouTube channel. You can watch it. Um, if you're already watching it on YouTube, good on you mate. Um, but you're also welcome to listen to the podcast. But anyway, so Sam, like, how did you, how did you transition from, from photo to video? What kind of sparked that?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think that it's. It's been a kind of slow process, but i I do remember <clears throat> that um, you and me were part of a marketing company. Bless its heart. God bless. and something specifically about that company was that every client because i was I was on as an art director with that um, with the marketing company and and so anything any kind of content that they needed we would make and i would kind of direct that and um just make sure supervise that make sure it got done and i f- just found to see that all of our clients were wanting video and mm-hmm. that they could care less about photos and you know like these are small businesses so I, I i could understand that and that's if you are a photographer this is not meant to discourage you <laughs> Like that, screw every can,
0: photographer on this podcast. <laughs> they suck. How dare they only take one frame? <laughs>
1: screw them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was like in that moment where I, I realized that these companies just really wanted videos more. And and so I actually have a professor. And his name's Robert Machoyan. He just came out with a film called The Killing of Two Lovers. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch that right Trailer now. Turn off the podcast. So go listen to that. So, <laughs> maybe watch it after. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Watch it after. Watch it after. But um, so he, he's a professor of photography, but he makes films. And that's kind of his emphasis. And... He just has kind of taught me and has mentored me and shown me that, like, there's more to photography than just a still. In fact, the line between cinematography and photography, the only line between it is that there's motion. Yeah. And I think that's really prominent. That's so exciting to know as a photographer. Like, that just opens up this realm of possibilities of what you can accomplish and what you can know. And and so I was afraid I wasn't gonna make any money as a photographer, so I switched over to video more, but even more it's importantly, not, not much higher pay. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, it's not much higher pay. Um, but even more importantly, there's a just I felt like I had mastered what I wanted to get out of photography and that there wasn't much more for me to learn in my education. Interesting. And there was so much more to video and, and I just learned how powerful and how much easier it was to tell a story with multiple frames instead of one
0: frame. Well, when we talk about this, we mentioned this, like every time we hang out, like the best cinematographers are photographers or like come from photography. And like, I totally believe that. Um, sorry if you can hear my dog in the background. Um, <laughs> um, if you can, points for you. Um, but yeah, no, we talk all the time about how like photographers make the best cinematographers and that's because they spend so much time on one frame that like, I, I think that that really makes a huge difference. I think photographers understand shape and lighting a lot more than a lot of beginner film filmmakers do because a lot of beginner family, I feel like I, I did this, like I was so distracted by. I've got to shoot in 4K. I've got to shoot slow motion or 6K <laughs> or whatever. At the time, it was actually like 1080. But, um, <laughs> but like got I've to got to shoot. And I got so distracted by the quality that I totally disregarded lighting, and I disregarded positioning, shape, like all that kind of stuff. And I feel like photographers have an opportunity to learn that a lot sooner. Um, d- tell me if I'm wrong. But
1: well, I yeah, I I've kind of found that to be true. I think that. You know, just with video, there are so many different jobs within it, right? You can do so many different things. And so um, I, I think that beginning filmmakers, there's just so many things to focus on that it's hard to pick and choose which one you get good at first. Yeah. And photography's easier to figure out what you need to get good at, because you either have a good picture or you have a bad picture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with video, you could have a really great audio and then sucky cinema. Or, there's you know. so
0: many opportunities to mess up.
1: Yeah, there's so many opportunities to mess up. And I actually think that photography is just a good way of introducing what cinematography is. Mm-hmm. And so there's just less to focus on. And I think that's why.
0: Well, like... I have a lot of people that ask me, like, how do I get better at, like, framing or lighting or something like that? And a lot of times I'll actually tell them to go shoot film, like still film. And, like, I did that a lot at Alan's Camera. And it kind of just started because I was, like, I kind of noticed my my craft improving from shooting film. And then after that, I kind of realized, like, that, yeah, you do have to take a long time to set up a shot when it comes to film. And it gives you a lot more time to realize what your frame, what's happening in your frame, what's happening in your in your lighting, your subject. and
1: Yeah. And, and I actually, I think that something <clears throat> that young filmmakers or beginning filmmakers don't really take into account is how much pre-production work mm-hmm. comes into a shot beforehand. And I think film is a great way of understanding that because you have to sit down for a moment and you have to figure out what your shot's going to be. And... You know, if, if you're shooting right, you are constantly setting up the shot before you film. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's really key is, is pre-production work. And I think that's probably one of like the best pieces of advice I ever got was that I needed to start planning my stuff out.
0: Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually getting ready to um, work on a commercial shoot as a first AD with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, next week. And I mean, I've done it before with him, and that's kind of one thing I've really tried to like get focused on is like how long I spent on pre-production. And like, I mean, as a first AD, you make shot lists, you make storyboards, you make schedules. Um, and then on set you oversee all of that. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I totally agree. Like your pre-production matters just as much as your production and If you skimp on any of that, like it shows and it shows hard. (laughs) Um, It does. It does. There is one group that we'll probably talk about a lot on this podcast. It's the full-time filmmaker group. I, there are a lot of people on there that I love to death. I personally, we're going to talk, we're going to have an episode where we talk about defining the difference between a filmmaker and a videographer. And just brief, really quick. Like, I I think that their videographers are one man bands, and photographers are a team. Sorry, filmmakers are a team. Screw me. Oh my gosh. to um,
1: <laughs> say photographers are a lone wolf? Photographers, <laughs>
0: they're lonely losers. Um, <laughs> that just sums it up. <laughs> we we love photographers. Are you kidding? Um, but yeah, no. So like filmmakers is a team. Videographers are a one man band They're They're kind of like they're they're the 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 fix it. Felix, they they do everything, you know, and um, that's one thing I've tried to like as my career has started shifting towards filmmaker instead of videographer. I'm trying to leave the videographer jobs and head more towards the filmmaker storyteller jobs because those ones like. Are what I actually want to do and that like the full-time filmmaker i I feel like they call themselves filmmakers but really I would call them videographers and like i mm-hmm. I want to talk about this in a different podcast but I, I just want to touch base on like that it matters to have like people on your team I'm totally going off on a tangent I was trying to keep keep the subject I don't know how I got here um but like yeah we we want to talk about how, like, you don't have to do it alone. That's why we bring multiple people on set. That's why we do that kind of stuff. And you kind of, like, have your niche of, like, what you're good at. Um, and I've kind of found mine in the area of direction um, somewhat with camera operation. But, and Sam is a fantastic cinematographer, gaffer. Um, <laughs> But, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just love, um, I love it when photographers Kind of enter the world of video um i think that it broadens their perspective kind of like what you're saying like you already kind of mastered everything with photo and now it's like a whole new world to take on and like a whole new world to like analyze and and overcome
1: yeah
0: and what's cool is that you don't have to do that alone anymore like i'm not saying yeah. like photographers do do it alone but a lot but of times often do. yeah oftentimes they, often they do. do and um but as a filmmaker like you can have even thousands of people behind your back creating this story that people are going to enjoy. And I just think that's the coolest thing ever. And I'm excited to talk about that on this podcast. But yeah, so I I think that's sick. um, Is there anything else you want to touch on in the introduction? The introduction episode? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we we just spent 30 minutes on the intro (laughs) to this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I think that this is a great intro and we're excited to have you along on our long-winded discussions.
0: Yeah, very, very long-winded. We need to bring, I'm going to grab drinks for our next episode recording <laughs> because like my mouth is dying right now. Like you can hear my voice cracking <laughs> it gets really low.
1: and My voice just always cracks. So, you know, <laughs> we're good.
0: <laughs> lol <laughs> I do want to touch on one last thing before we close sure you can take as long as you want on this take as short as you want but what
1: what is the ultimate goal Sam
0: What what's the end
1: mm. you know I that's a it's a it deep question filmmaking <laughs> I guess Yeah, it's a deep question I think that I would love to make a premiere length film and like have a film in theaters one day. Like that would be amazing to me.
0: One that you've directed or that one
1: that I've DP'd any, any like th- yeah. Uh, either DP'd or directed, uh, you know, either way I'd be really happy.
0: Yeah. Just something you've worked on in theaters. Yeah.
1: But I, I think that on a deeper level that you shouldn't put limits on yourself. Yeah. Like always shoot as high as you can go. And
0: 14 K like <laughs> 36 K that was a stupid joke
1: <laughs> but you know like always um just know that you can be the next Roger Deacons. There's Shout nothing out podcast by the yeah, way. Yeah. Team Deacon's great podcast. Team Deacon's podcast. Amazing. Yeah, definitely listen to that if you haven't. Stop listening to this podcast <laughs> and go listen. That <laughs> yeah, that really, one like for real is like interrupting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, I, I truly believe that if you don't set limits on yourself, there's nothing that you can't achieve. So be willing to sacrifice and to take risks to go as far as you want to.
0: Well said. Somebody put that on Pinterest. That was...
1: <laughs> it's going to be like a live, laugh, love sign in my house. Live,
0: laugh, love. But like live, laugh, create. Something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, let's let's go with that.
0: Lol. <laughs> well, dang. <clears throat> um,
1: What's your final goal, Ben? What's your end?
0: I mean, I, I say this as a joke, but it kind of has not become a joke now. But I want to win an Oscar. I don't care what it's for. Like
1: Dream Big Like Ben guys.
0: <laughs> I know that's but it's big. a small dream for Ben. Like that's so, a you know. freaking Academy Award. Like the best of the best win that. And like, well, more or less. But like it's it's a really big honor. And like in high school, I was voted most likely to win an Oscar. And that's so weird because one, like I, I did theater, like I was on stage. Sam knows this, but like, I was on stage, I did theater, but like, I didn't touch video or be like known for video until my last year of high school and high school was over five years ago. And like, I, I was just like, I didn't even give that a second thought. I was like, ha, lol, <laughs> you know, like, that's cool. But like, I never thought, you know, I'm going to win an Oscar. But like, now that I like really think about it, like that would be sick, but I'm okay if that doesn't happen, you know, like kind of like what you said I think ultimately my my actual goal is is to have something in theaters or just to have something where I created with a team and was proud of whether that be in direction camera mm-hmm. operation any any type of area like that but like I just want to have a full length film or even even like a longer short film that is appreciated by someone that like I can be proud of with my team um yeah so it doesn't have to be an Oscar I joke about that it's kind of become a serious thing now but like it doesn't have to be an Oscar I honestly just I'd love to have something in theaters and I just want to tell a good story that's it um solid so we will have we'll have new episodes every Monday they will come out at 9am 6.09 6, four twenty a.m. <laughs> No, they'll come out at 9 a.m. every Monday. Um, That will be on YouTube as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whatever you listen to on your platform. It will be there. So you can always be ready to listen to a new episode. We're going to try and be as consistent as we can and release an episode every week. Um, We might miss one here or there. So just forgive us there, but we're going to do our best to stay consistent. Um, Yeah, we're excited.
1: Excited to talk to you guys. Thanks for listening, Stoner Cat 420. <laughs> thank
0: you so much. You are amazing. <laughs> Can we borrow your Stoner Cat?
1: <laughs> I think we need to make a fake account called Stoner Cat 420 now. Can we like, just call the podcast Stoner,
0: Stoner Cat 420? That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to drop down to either of our websites, they will be in the show notes below. Uh, BenGleasonMedia.com and Samueljhart.com correct
1: yeah that's right so and if you have questions for either one of us you can reach us out on instagram mm -hmm. or i think that i even have a form on my website that i do too feel free to ask us questions or anything that you would want us to discuss or have ideas for us to discuss on this podcast later exactly awesome
0: we'll see you next week
1: all right thanks bye